Welcome to the Coin Op Cowboys, the podcast where four guys explore the absurdities of everyday life, sharing our entertaining experience and insights on a variety of topics. Hello, Coin Opians. This week, Ryan talks about the moon landing and its legitimacy. They go on and on and on, but we all want to know how long do they go on until I fall asleep? We'll find out, but first, Stephen talks about his embarrassing escapades for the ladies. We find out how much of a simp he really is, but we want to know, does he get pegged by a gay man to impress a lover? Oh. Oh, Stephen. Stay tuned. Feel free to send us an email with your thoughts. You can reach us at coinopcowboyspod at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, follow, and rate us. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Basically, anywhere you get your favorite entertainment. We release a new episode each week, so go take a listen to past episodes and get all caught up because you deserve it. Now, I'm switching over to the main stage. Ryan is uh, playing with a little spaceship, calling for Houston. Chris is trying to feed the camera sausage. Why would he do that? Let's see. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Steven is... Steven's puckering his butthole at the camera. Oh, I think Chris is feeding the wildlife again. I forgot to put that sign up. Anyway, let's join the conversation. Just kidding, but everybody is frozen except for Ryan for me. I can hear you. I got the supreme internets, baby. Ooh, you on fiber yet? No, they don't fucking offer it in my house. This is where poor people live, Chris. They don't take care of us. Guys should riot. Rise up, like in the French Revolution. We had, our, we had the power go out in our neighborhood. Dang, for, like, for the whole building? Literally like six days a couple weeks ago, and they had a generator parked down the block. Dang. For the whole like street. <laughs> Just one morning, the power went out, and then did it come back out uh, until uh, they trenched some shit. All right. Are you good, Brian? Yeah, I've been good since like 8, 8.30 and How? waiting dare you where were you waiting waiting to do this so i can go to bed oh jesus all right relax so uh relax but all right gentlemen star Holy trek shit, engines that changed yeah star trek engines thank you for hopping on this is your coin hop cowboys coming again this is the third time from uh the city of sin las vegas nice so we uh took some time away from uh from whatever we were doing, and now we're doing this. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce you guys uh, one at a time, and you're going to say your name. And then I have a two-parter question. So I'm looking for two things. I'm looking for, number one, uh, what is your favorite type of cuisine, if it's either like Italian, Chinese, Mexican, whatever. And second, what's your favorite breakfast meat? So I'm looking for favorite cuisine and your favorite breakfast meat. We're going to start with steven it's always fucking steven every fucking time howdy howdy all you cow tipping pocket snake wrestling good for nothing hooting nannies yeehaw it's your favorite cowboy steezy the rebel yeah i'm back again and bring you what the townsfolk really want an edgy never politically correct take with all these other jabronis faking it looking forward to another as chris would say fantastic episode filled with filler and fire my segment being the fire of course so saddle up shut the fuck up and of course enjoy the next couple of hours as we are together is that good 
No. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. I even wrote it out. F A A N N N N N N N. It's a lot of N's. Wow, you wrote you wrote something. That means you actually prepared for the podcast. Look at that. Wow. So embarrassed from last time. I gotta like come correct. All right, all right, all right. Favorite type of cuisine. I feel like it's changed over the years. Right now, confidently say my favorite cuisine is Thai food. That's why what? I'm always from Bangkok, baby. Thai oh, food, ta- baby. Thai food. I heard high food, and I'm like, that's that's not I'm a food. high for Thai. There you go. That's what I do. Well, very good. And and, spicy uh... Thai curry and my favorite basket. Yeah, is there is there even that many? But mine's gonna be a thick cut applewood smoked bacon. Dude, nothing more to say there. <laughs> Generic white boy. <laughs> Out of the three breakfast meats. <laughs> three. <laughs> there are only three. Uh. All right. Thanks, yeah. Stephen, for your uh, tie. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is your goddamn food? Yeah. All right. Next up in the perfect order, we've got Chris. Oh, always fucking last. What up, Coinopians? It's, it's, You're in store for another fantastic episode here with the Coinop Cowboys. And, uh, you know, my favorite part about it is uh, when I get opportunities to tell Steven that he's wrong. And so you guys are definitely in store for that tonight. It's going to be a fantastic episode. But uh, the first thing I would like to uh, correct him on is the uh, breakfast meat bacon. I mean, just apple cut, thick cut, smoked bacon. Very atypical. I mean, yeah, you can get that at Denny's. I'm sure you love that. But you know something that's like takes true talent and it takes uh, art, and it takes time and science, is the tried and true sausage. Your sausage, you're getting all these different meats together. You're blending them up. You're putting them in the, the skin. You're letting them cure for a little bit. You're going for the summer sausage. Maybe you're going for a winter sausage. You know what my personal favorite is? Spiky summer, spicy summer elk sausage. I like that good spiky sausage. sausage. <laughs> so sausages are good. Now oh, there is man. one sausage that is not good, and that is that sweet mapley sausage that people put together. No, no, sausage is not meant to be sweet. It's meant to be meant to be exotic. It's meant to be spicy. Have some good stuff in it. Um, now, as far I'm glad Chris likes exotic sausage, that's right. It's, you know, it actually leads me to my second topic of uh, cuisine. <laughs> you know, I just got to throw it out there. It's all about the exotic meats, guys. You got all kinds of different things on this planet running rampant. You got the you got the ostrich burger. You got some got some bison jerky. You got the uh, you got the you got the elk steak. Maybe like sweet and sour elk steak. You got the venison, tried and true. And, you know, even, uh, you know, another one of our personal favorite would be pheasant, you know. And I think what makes it taste so sweet, so amazing, so delicate is a lot of the time it takes a lot of blood and sweat just to find one of them suckers. And then so when you get them and cook them up in a crock pot, it comes out phenomenal. And there you go. All right. Sweet. Chris just so, likes the murder thing. <laughs> so did Chris say his favorite cuisine is meat? Is that what his exotic? Favorite cuisine is? No, meat. It, 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 it's oh. M for murder. That's what his favorite cuisine is. <laughs> Let's likes go that out to the exotic meat, meat restaurant. <laughs> exotic sausage. <laughs> exotic spicy sausage in his butt. <laughs> Chris, you should just open up a restaurant. So Chris is exotic. There you meat go. Just see what happens. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Stephen, you like uh, you like wagyu? Wagyu, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Sure. What are you setting him up for? (laughs) You know, it's uh, it's it's uh, 
it's a fantastic cut of beef that mostly comes from Japan, a little bit from Australia. It comes from this far outreaching place and they come here and they say, hey, I know you have beef, but my exotic beef is going to blow you away. But if you're not interested in that, hey, you can have the same bacon you can get from any pig on the planet. Sure, be my guest. Well, Wagyu's not the hell not exotic, is it? It's, it's just cow that's like, oh, that's Kobe beef. Never yeah. Mind. yeah, yeah. Correct yourself. You, don't put don't no, put erase Kobe that from the erase that from the records, Angel. Oh yeah, because it really made you look silly right. there. Yeah, no, don't make me look dumb. <laughs> now I'm gonna I'm gonna turn up the game. Hey, is that a USDA like. choice bacon or is that like uh, Farmer John? <laughs> you know, which one's the more exotic one? You said favorite breakfast food. Now you you said your favorite cuisine is exotic meats, which that's not a cuisine. That's just like a thing. And then you're comparing it back to my breakfast food. I didn't know I could pick any meat I wanted for. He said breakfast meat, not like wagyu. Yeah, yeah. So I said sausage for the breakfast meat. I said the exotic meats for my favorite cuisine. I was I was using wagyu as an example because you're like exotic meat. What makes meat so exotic? And I picked beef, which is one of the most common meats in America. And I picked the best beef out there, which would be the wagyu that is not grown locally in the United States. It mostly comes from Japan, making it exotic, making it better than anything else. No, my point of protest was he said to pick a cuisine as in like Mexican, Thai, Indian, something like that. And you just go exotic meats. Like every cuisine yeah. has exotic meats in it. That's Steven is correct. Chris just went off the, the handle for no reason. He went off the rails. He just really loves talking about meat. He's just obsessed with meat. And sausage. <laughs> a little bit. All, but I will say all I can get Chris. You, yeah. Chris, you look like some kind of military fighter pilot with that jacket on. You got to get in the zone for these type of things. Get all, Get all psyched up. Get my bomber jacket on. Let's do this. Now I kind of look like the guy from Grand Theft Auto, right? We are going. We are going to war. The Vice City, right there. I, I never play. Nico Bellic. Nico, yeah. He always had that like sports jacket, and it was zipped up all the way. <laughs> yeah. Go go bowling, cousin. You guys see that Netflix? You could play all the GTA's on Netflix now on your phone. What? Or you want to play them on or your phone? Well, like Netflix offers Amazon uh, or Netflix offers like mobile gaming apps now through yeah. the Netflix app. And did you actually and have all click on it? Because I, I see it I there, but click- I was too scared to click on it. It's on Netflix. I clicked it. They let me download GTA 3. I started playing GTA 3 on my phone, but I don't want to play it without a controller. So I stopped playing. But I know you can get a controller and a mount so you could play like on your phone. Yeah, yeah. That's not, well, I, I Bluetooth. On my pads and phone. Yeah. That's cool. It's like a lot of work. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Uh, it's exotic foods is your cuisine. Very cool. And you said sausage. It's fucking gay. All right. Next <laughs> uh, is uh, Ryan. What's up, cowboys? Or coinopians is your favorite cowboy, Ryan. Now, first of all, I'd like to extend a, uh, a personal apology to one of our fans. Kevin, I'm sorry that Steven let you down last week. He's not the best storyteller. I what apologize. Kyle. Kyle. Kyle, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Disrespect, Kyle. <laughs> Shows how much Ryan cares about you, Kyle. I got you. I had one. I, had, I took an L last week, not going to lie, but the rest have been dubs. So what are we, like 19 and 1 now? Let's go. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good in the hood because our fans love us anyway because I'm here and. 
And I would like to thank all the, the cowboys for coming to my birthday last week. And right here, I got this piece of shit gift. <laughs> <laughs> to the stars! Long bullshit. Yeah. Did, did you get it's Kip a, back? I have. I do not have Kip. It has not been returned what? to me, I think. But the cycle has been broken. But don't think you're safe, Stephen. Dufek has him. Mm-hmm. Brupek. Yeah, root beer. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ryan. Anyway, my favorite cuisine, as Angel asked me to say, because no one cares about Ryan today, is Mexican food. Right. It's hot. Top three. Cheesy. Delicious. And then you ever go to a Mexican restaurant, everybody looks happy. You ever seen a sad person in a Mexican restaurant? The woman who makes tortillas? <laughs> no. Everyone looks happy. It's a good time for everybody. My favorite breakfast meat. Yeah. I'm going to throw a curveball here. Let's hear it. That's not a meat. When done well and prepared properly, it's bacon. Usually only home-cooked bacon. Yes. My favorite breakfast meat when going out to eat at a restaurant is 100% sausage because restaurant sausage is always garbage. It's always floppy garbage. Sausage is much more consistent. Restaurant bacon. Yeah. You said restaurant sausage. Right, yeah. Restaurant bacon is garbage. Fool. I agree with there's you. No, you can't trust no restaurant bacon. Fast food bacon, restaurant bacon. Bacon. Den- Denny's bacon. It's all just like it's. It's all just like blasphemous. It's not real bacon. Yeah. It's some papery, thin ass cardboard. Even when it's thick, it has no flavor. Go to the butcher, get some bacon, thick ass bacon. Cook it up on a griddle, just the way you like, crispy or yeah. soft, whatever. But you know what? Breakfast burrito, I always get sausage over bacon. Every oh, time. what is wrong I with agree. you? I think mm-hmm. sausage is better in the burrito format than bacon. Sausage is great. I'm not going to knock sausage. It's great. Pretty good. All right. Thank no you. No one said Wait. chorizo. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. So, when you were talking about uh, your... Uh, you were talking about you were talking about Mexican delicacy, and you said everyone in there is happy. Okay. Yes. Would you say uh, Would you say the sobriety level of people in that restaurant have anything to do with the perceived happiness that you see? Most likely, yes. But the sober people look happy too. Yeah, you're just getting the best of the best food. Always comes out hot, never comes out cold. And even bad Mexican food is usually okay. What about What about the What about the free chips and salsa? Do you think that Do you oh, think that's, that's kind of driving it? You see, they get you going right away. It's always good vibes. They take care of you the minute you sit down. They usually have like the crunchy ice in there. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> that's <laughs> a special that's a kind of ice there. Obscure detail. The crushed Water? ice. Yeah. Crushed ice. The crushed ice. <laughs> Do other restaurants not, not have cubes. that? It's the crushed right. ice. You know what I'm talking about. You're not oh. sharp today, right? Have uh, Ryan? Have you ever have oh, you been to a place it. where you had to either pay for chips and salsa, or you were limited to one container of chips and salsa? Well, you see, my father once engraved wise words into me as a young boy, and it was: if you go to a Mexican restaurant and they charge you for chips and salsa, it's not a good Mexican restaurant. It's true. Oh. To this day, to, to this day, there was one that I'd, I'd go to, and the chips and salsa were free every day except for Sunday. Now explain that. To me. <laughs> They're, they really got that backwards there. That. Where are their priorities at? Were they next to a church? I don't know, but like everybody I would bet you they were next to... fucking church matter? Because as soon as people get out of church, they go fucking eat lunch. 
So they're probably like, oh, we get a big boom every fucking Sunday. So we're going to charge for chips and salsa. <laughs> you know, maybe in Yucca Valley, we used to have this amazing, which was probably to this day, it was probably my favorite Mexican food on the planet. Unfortunately, they closed down and moved to 29 Palms. So I don't get to eat them very often. They were called uh, enchadas. Now you go in there. It was. I've seen that. I've seen that place. Yep. So it, 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 it's got everything Ryan was talking about. It's got this food, the smells, the unlimited chips and salsa. But you also have the Joshua Tree National Park nearby. So you have these people that come from all over the world. So I was talking to, we started, uh, we would go there fairly often. So we knew a lot of the waitresses. And when we'd be talking to them about it, um, we were like, oh, hey, we just went to the park and we saw a bunch of like people from out of town. They're like, oh, they're here already. And I'm like, oh, like, well, what do you mean? She says, I just had some guys that were in here from like Belgium or something. And they sat here for five hours eating chips and salsa and they ordered waters (laughs) and they never ordered any food. They just did water soda and chips and salsa for five hours. God dang foreigners. (laughs) Don't they know they're, they're getting ready to ruin a good thing. You know what? I I do hate it. Mexican, the, this isn't a, a real Mexican restaurant, but Supermex, they give you the, the big whole crunchy tortilla chip. You oh, there's a word for that. Yeah. The big whole tortilla. <laughs> give, me, yeah, give me a fucking chip. I don't want to break this shit off. <laughs> Pisses me off. All right. Thank you, uh, Ryan. Mm-hmm. For your You're welcome. Split riding that fence, aren't you? Not riding the fence. Bacon I was clear. And sausage. No, bacon is clear. my favorite. You but it's clear. Poor... I was clear. No. Which is your favorite? The bacon. Bacon. Okay, bacon. All right, Roger. But if I'm going out to eat, it's sausage. Hey, Angel, I want to pick both meats too. Can I? I also like ham on um, Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take chorizo as well. Oh. I was waiting for someone to say chorizo. That's cool. But Teresa, ter- ter- I know Teresa is more of a hit I don't like Teresa on its own. Like, it has to be with eggs. It has yeah. to be with eggs. Is that, is that a meat? So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a meat pulp. Like, all the, like, yeah. lymph nodes. It says, like, lymph nodes and some other weird cartilage parts. Yeah. You're like, okay, fine. Let's eat it. I don't give a shit. It's just really greasy. Yeah. All right. I'll round it out with my cuisine, American. Because, uh, America. And, uh, you know. I love ribeye steaks and shit. And uh, my favorite meat is also bacon. Love it. Wait, wait, wait. Bacon wins, guys. So everyone gave me a hard time about exotic meats and <laughs> Angel picks American food. <laughs> That's cuisine. One, you live in America. It's just called food. Two, the, Amer- the American genre is like one of the largest food genres I've seen out there. It's just hot dogs and hamburgers. Hell yeah, dude. That's what I and, want. And steak Barbecue. and Barbecue. chicken tenders <laughs> and chicken fried steak yeah, and yeah, ribeyes yeah, and right. short ribs. and. Well, if you're going to name the whole goddamn menu, go to a Mexican restaurant and start naming that goddamn menu. It's everywhere. It's not too bad. You guys broad. forgot it's that's barbecue. and hot dogs. Ribs. No, but see, Angel, Angel, you're, you're you're calling out Mexican food, and I think that was uh, I think that was unnecessary. Because do you know like how you make a taco? It's a tortilla with meat, cheese, and some salsa. But then you have like a burrito, so it's like a bigger tortilla with some meat, cheese, and, and then you have like a tostada, which is like beans, meat, and cheese. And then you have like a you know a torta, which is like kind of like a bunny thing that means beans, meat, and cheese. So when you're trying you know to, what? you guys are really overcomplicating this. 
I think it was an obvious question. Chris is on fire tonight. He comes heated. <laughs> He's caught the fucking li- jacket on. I like on, my bro. food hot. Fucking name, friend. Someone says American food. I know what I'm expecting. It's burgers, sandwiches, French fries, maybe like some steak fish on the menu. Uh, you know, have you ever like, ordered a, a hot dog from a sit down restaurant? Yes. Never. Nope. What? <laughs> yeah. They haven't been that good. Yeah, it was, it was good. Wiener has the best it hot dogs. Like, I want to say. That I have, like the doghouse. I think that oh, that's a good one. Right in Buena oh, Park. Oh, Dirt Dog, Dirt Dog in Gardena. Pink's L.A. Yeah, there you go. See, plenty of sit downs. But no, that's not like a no. Pink's isn't like a sit down restaurant. That's uh, like the one the Wiener sits on ordering a hot dog. But Dirt Dog is I'm talking about like sitting down at like a restaurant where other people can order like real food, and you order a fucking hot dog. Oh, I don't know. I have to think really hard about that one. I don't think I've ever been to one, but if I Google this shit, I'm sure it'll come up. Hot dog, fancy fucking restaurant. Uh, doghouse chain. I don't care. All right. Gentlemen. Wonderful. That's uh, very cool. Very cool breakfast meats and uh, cuisines. Now, let's go ahead and switch over to the picker wheel so we can pick who is going to go first tonight with their topic. You ready? Spin your fucking wheel. Yeah. Oh, it's Steven. Of course it's fucking Steven. It's always it's fucking Steven. <laughs> I hope his uh, scary story is prepared tonight. Got my scary stories right here. Oh, oh you're doing a scary story? Yeah, baby. Ooh. No. Not doing oh, a scary not. story. Why, why are you lying, Chris? I told you. You, you, you said you one month get a time. rematch. Yeah, I said three months. You said one month. Three months. No, he said one month. He said in one month. I said three months. One month. Minimum one month. He said one month. Oh, I'm going to listen to the I'm tapes. pretty sure UFC doesn't wait that long for a rematch. You wrote it in the What text. are you talking about? Conor McGregor hasn't fought in like three years. Okay. Different a different UFC example. He's fighting in June. He had a massive injury. Broken, like shattered his shit. I don't give a shit. Get the work. <laughs> He's coming I back. Smashed my, I smashed my, my hand in right. a car door or, and then I went straight to work. fucking mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Steven, what'd you bring the Kona Happiness today? Uh, okay. Yeah, I brought something. Going a little different here. Uh, I'll just I'll just start it out. I don't know how else to start it out. No say no segue needed. Here. Start at the beginning. Okay. It's uh from uh my list of segments that I want to do, and it's like a sub subsection of dumb shit I've done. So I've done some other dumb shit I've done. In the past, with when I was a kid, you know, Ooh, is the dirtbag kid going to show up? <laughs> he has a name. No, this is going in a little different direction. This subsection of the dumb shit I've done is for the chicas. Oh, yes. So, like uh, dumb it... chicas you've done. <laughs> yeah. So basically, when it comes to dating, I think it's uh, safe to say that we have all been down bad at one point in our life or another. So desperate for that poo nanny that we act a fool, Chris. I sure as hell have been down bad a few times, and I'm not afraid to admit it, Ryan. So this segment is a new one on the podcast, and it's entitled Love and Cringe, A Journey Through Stephen's Love Life, Chapter 1, A Mixtape. You guys ready? Steve is so proud of himself right now. <laughs> I've never seen what? a smile so big. Why, why am I so proud of myself? 
because you know it's gonna be fire. It's be fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> all right. Do you all remember the era of crafting mixtapes? I'm not talking. I remember about them the from ones TV that we, shows. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking about the ones you used to do, Ryan, when you recorded <laughs> off the radio on a cassette. I'm talking about us youngins. I was gonna say, was it this. a tape? It's the early two thousands. A tape or a CD, though. <laughs> we call it mixtape. You know, like it came from when people used to record songs mm-hmm. off the radio on their cassettes. But then, in our generation, around the early two thousands, I felt like a mixtape was referring to when we would download all of our favorite tracks from. Uh, what were the apps back then? Napster? LimeWire. Fairshare. LimeWire, because all those things, and then we would burn them onto a CD. Like, that was our version of the mixtape. Mm-hmm. And the joke was, Ryan's older than us, so he probably didn't do that. He did the cassettes. Aha! Explain it. <laughs> Good one. Good that one, joke Steven. has failed, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Too much explanation. <laughs> that was part of the next part of my... There's the next paragraph. How old... Kevin's I'm disappointed talk- in you. How old do you think Ryan was when uh, Blink-182's uh, Take Off My Sh- Shirt and Pants came out? Because I explicitly I remember... smoking a cigarette at the bar. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because I, I think I'm pretty <laughs> sure I was in fourth grade when that came out. So that would make Ryan high school graduate. Smoking at the bar. You know, Angel's older than me, right? I'm the youngest. <laughs> I'm the fucking youngest. Fuck you. You're like 40. <laughs> what? No, I'm not. Just look at the gray in that beard. We talked about this already on the podcast. Episode something. I don't remember. Okay, I, didn't, I, didn't I look like trigger. I'm 50. I didn't mean to trigger everybody, okay? I'm very sorry. Y'all, you're all fucking, young and hard. Fucking bully over here. God, don't be a pussy, all right? Just okay, so let's, re- let's rewind this a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. So picture this. It's early 2000s. We're making mixtapes, downloading our favorite songs off Napsters, burning them onto a CD. Yes, the days of carefully curating songs that would magically make some lucky lady or lad, Angel, fall deeply in love with you. Did it ever work? I don't know. Well, I'm still waiting for Cassie to let me know if my beautiful cd of hawthorne heights dashboard confessional death cap for cutie and of course t-pain uh <laughs> <What>? <laughs> hey, hey t-pain was a perfect compliment it's to the so emo fucking anthems. it was all emo and then just t-pain t-pain is yeah like it was beat. like i always had to throw in the i'm in love with a stripper i thought that was like what people had sex to so i would always put it did on you put albums. it in like third or fifth or second? oh it's at the end baby they're gonna be so oh. fascinated with my first tracks of just like showing how emotional and complicated I am. And then at the end, they're ready to fuck. So I got to put in the I'm in love with the stripper <laughs> by T-Pain. Okay. Because that's when we're going to fuck, right? Okay, anyways, Cassie never got back to me. I have no idea what she <laughs> felt about that CD. But uh, anyways, uh, fast forward. Wait, so you, you made her a CD and she never responded? <laughs> it's correct. <laughs> 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 Don't know what she thought how do, of it. Wait, how do you know? Like, what did she say when you hand her the CD? She's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to listen to it. And you never and asked then, like, about it? And then, like, yeah, like, she never mentioned it ever again. And I was, like, too embarrassed to bring it up because I felt like <laughs> I, was really putting, I was really putting myself out there. God damn. <laughs> she didn't hit me up on Instant Messenger back in the day. Aim. You know, uh-huh. Yeah, Fucking aim. aim. You just heard that door open. You go, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, and then she'd have her away message on. 
anyways, yeah, love was fleeting back then. But anyways, fast forward to 2015, where the where everybody pretty much agrees that mixtapes and burn CDs, uh, whatever you want to call them, are uh, sure like just cringeworthy. I would say, like, I think nowadays you would just consider them like something you wouldn't do. Surely uh, no one in their right mind would resort to making one to try to salvage a failing relationship. Right, Chris? Uh, I've done that on multiple occasions. (laughs) (laughs) I also I also missed the memo. Uh, So enter Boat Girl and my chaotic romance of uh, 2015. Boat Girl. Do you remember this one? I do. I I remember when you met Boat Girl on the boat. <laughs> Hot tub yeah, number so two. Chick. Yeah, <laughs> number two, baby. So I meet a, a cruise ship on a. Yes, I meet a cute chick on a cruise ship, and uh, we dated for a little bit. Shit was toxic as fuck, and we were always fighting. She was uh, the devil reincarnated with tons of uh, emotional baggage and uh, purple hair. It's just my what type. year was this? 2015 uh, yeah 2014 2015 i i'm sure i don't know who was on that cruise boat i mean it was a blurry memory but i'm pretty sure we have that picture there, there was there was definitely a picture where there was 30 of us in the hot tub and boat girl was on there <laughs> she never got in on she like came up oh my god 2014 yeah. 2015 i don't know okay are you trying to piece together shit detective Why, well, yeah oh, I don't, that's nothing i'll continue <laughs> what so anyways this girl was like too much like chaos it was it was like my we had like this really chaotic relationship for several months before she uh decided she wanted to go study abroad in england uh so we did what we thought was the perfect move and we moved both of our stuffs into a storage unit we shared <laughs> we got a storage unit but together. You, you lived with her <laughs> no not yet but the plan was hey you know, like we'll put our stuff in storage, and when you get back from England, we'll move in together. Yeah. Well, why did you put your stuff in storage? Well, she put her stuff there too. I was moving. I was moving out of Chris's place, and I was gonna like. I don't know what. But what, I do. I was well, where did you go? I don't remember, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so she. So she moved. You lived with Chris. She lived on her own. She yeah, moves yeah. to Europe, and you both put your stuff in a storage locker. Yes, this is the thing. Yes. We had this like crazy relationship. She was leaving and I was trying to like make plans for the future because I was like kind of unsure of what she wanted. And so I was like, oh, let's like, you know, moving together and like try to take this to the next level. So I was living with Chris. She was living with roommates and I was like, hey, let me get a storage unit. You could put all your stuff. She needed a place to put her stuff anyways because she was moving. So I said, you could put all your stuff in there and then I'm going to slowly put my stuff in there. She's going to be gone for three months. And when you get back, We'll just move into the new pad. And I told Chris, like, hey, I'm going to move out and all this crap. And that was the plan. So through while she was, like, gone, I was going to move all my stuff into the storage unit. Are we on the same page? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope. <laughs> I, I, I'm still unsure why you were moving out. Because I wanted a... to move in with her. Yeah. He was... But she was moving to Europe. Yeah, and, and she needed a storage unit, so I thought I'd be like the good boyfriend and be like, hey, let me get you a storage unit. Hey, I'm a fucking provider. Hey, man, like, let me. <laughs> so did like... you move into your own place hoping she would come back? Not yet. I was waiting for her to get back, and then we would go apartment hunting. What? So she left, and then what? <laughs> okay, so she leaves to go study abroad in England, and uh, 
like the first week that she gets out there, like she just stops messaging me. Like she just stops texting. She ghosted you <laughs> right away. She like, she like she like instantly ghosted me, and I like tried to stalk her social medias, and she's just out with like dudes, <laughs> with chicks, like just partying. And of course, she's partying. She went to study abroad in England, man. Like we had a shitty fucking relationship, and it was fucking dumb. And she like left, and she's like, "I'm gonna go do my thing." But she didn't tell me anything. She didn't say like, "Hey, I'm gonna go live my life or nothing." She just ghosted me, <laughs> and so like. I was like, I don't know what to fucking do. Like, I'm hung up on this chick. I'm down bad for her. And I want to do something to try to, like, win her back. So you know what I did, Ryan? You made a mixtape. <laughs> I fucking made a mixtape. And I put a yeah. slideshow on it. Oh, a slideshow? <laughs> there you go, Steven. <laughs> so I made a slideshow of all of our sad. cool pictures. <laughs> I know, it's so bad. But I'm putting it out here for everybody to hear how sh- oh you have it (laughs) no oh that's a good question i don't know if i have it saved anywhere it's been a long time but i burned a slideshow of us all of our pictures together and then i put on like this death cab for cutie song called like little wanderer or something like that it was on it and i burned it i took it to the storage unit i put it on top of her belongings with like a little love note (laughs) on it at this point, I was ghosted. She wasn't even talking to me. So, like, this is just, like, my last ditch effort to try to win her back. <laughs> and uh, I knew the day that she was getting back. I knew she how did, finally. How did knew, you know? Because we, I knew before, like, what day she was going to come back. Um, so I knew that date. And then I, I saw that she moved this stuff out of there because I had access to the storage unit. So I went and checked, and it was all gone. And I was, like, just waiting like for a response to it. Like I just would sit by my phone waiting for that text. Oh, Steven, I was such a fool. Take me back. I miss you so much. I think I love you. Actually get over here right now and stick your meat in me. <laughs> oh, she loved you so much that she had that. to move an entire country away from you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well that message never happened and a couple weeks went by and then I got a message and it said, Thanks for paying off the storage unit. The DVD was a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> wow, just crush oh, no. it. Dude, oh, dude, you're the emotional damage. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, dude. man. Okay, now, so that, that was probably the nice version of that text message. Too. You know, there's a... <laughs> Do you know, like, how, like, she probably made me out to, like, all of her friends? Like, what? <laughs> She read that to everyone. <laughs> she or showed it to showed, everyone. They probably put yeah. it on at a party and laughed at me. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know, am I right? Look, I dodged a major bullet. She was literally psychotic. Like, Chris can attest to, like, it was not a good situation. And I needed, like, something to pull me away from it, for sure. So, I feel like in the end, like, things worked out really, really good. But, uh, yeah, I still look back on that and probably think that's my most cringiest. One of my most cringiest stupidest things i've done in love um so now i pitch it to you guys do you have any uh do you have any good stories or you uh, done some stupid stuff for for the vagine was was boat girl the same one that worked at that like water canyon bar water canyon no the, that, the that, canyon the can yeah that, that was, that was right a different in. girl no, that's that's Bo that girl. was that was the boat girl okay oh uh, i met boat girl right, then. i was thinking so <laughs> you <did>? <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I, were you at a bar with us? It was at the Canyon Inn. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
we I think I think we went there randomly like on a Tuesday night and the we sat down and she's like, Hey, let me pour you a beer. And we're like, All right, we pour some beers, we drink a little bit, we're playing pool. We got another round coming around, and then we're like kind of chit chatting a little bit. We drink another beer, and then we go back and play like a little bit more pool. And then uh and then eventually we had to leave because it was a Tuesday night at midnight. We were about five or six beers deep. And I don't think she ever charged us. So um Oh yeah, no, she would hook it up. Yeah, so I told Steven, I was like, Do you really need to like separate from her? Cause I could get real used to this. <laughs> Yeah, you're supposed yeah, to take well, one for the team, Steven. Fucking Chris, the dumbass. If we go to a New Year's Eve party, she like was a little antisocial. Oh, but she's yeah. like, no, I'll, I'll go. You know, like I'll do this whole thing. And like she's there with like all of our friends. And Chris goes to do his New Year's Eve speech that he always does. <laughs> he starts naming off people in the room. <laughs> he gets to me and he's like, Steven and his new girlfriend. Uh,. Uh, he's like pointing at her, but he can't remember her name. And he finally, finally, I finally go, it's fucking boat girl, like her real name. But yeah. he's like, oh yeah, her. Yeah, Chris, yeah, I yeah. hung out with her like seven yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean you kept pointing it to yes. He got the hit. Yes. No, that was me right here. I was like, Steven, her That's name. So fucking like, funny. He got so embarrassed. No, that he like, she, she was so like. She was so wrecked, like she was like so embarrassed. She like was like, "I'm leaving." <laughs> yeah, right away. She was so upset. <laughs> That's hilarious. Shows how much you appreciated those free beers, Chris. <laughs> yep, much so. I couldn't see <laughs> too many free. I beers. couldn't see past the beers. Yeah, but please, please do not sympathize with this woman. She deserves harsh criticism. So, uh, yeah, what's the stupidest thing you've ever done for for uh, for the pussy? Mm. Yeah, circle back to me because I think I have too many to to think of. <laughs> Ryan, have you ever done anything silly to try to go on a date or get a girl? No, I can't think of anything silly that I did. But I, I had a boat girl too back in the day. You That's did. why I had to check on. I had to oh. check on the years. Like we're on the same boat at the same time, talking to the same boat girl. That whole no. cruise, that whole cruise to Ensenada, that's a whole ass segment. That we oh, it's make. such a party boat! It's such a party God. boat. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. My favorite part was at one point, I think Boat Girl, uh, my ex, and my wife were all singing karaoke at the same time before anybody yes. knew that it was all going to be. Yes. <laughs> How serendipitous. Before anybody knew. And then when Boat Girl found out that it was my ex was on the cruise, she lost her shit. Yeah, it was like way after the fact. She's like, what? I sang with your ex? I can't believe you. You're so horrible. Yeah, it was good. It was very <laughs> yeah, entertaining to watch. So you know, oh, in, so in Yucca Valley, I realized that uh, I don't know if girls just weren't treated very well out there or what. But from the 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 tactics that I used that worked very well, I feel like shouldn't have worked as good as they were working. So, for example, the one that I used like two or three times was if a girl was like mad or upset about something, I would go buy like a dozen roses and like leave it on the front porch and maybe put like a cute note or something on there. And that would just make them melt like most of the time. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I was acting that way, this, that and the other. And I just I was I was really blown away. Um, There was I I think I was my my the very last one that I used that on my ex. She was the one that just like. She sent me a picture of like throwing it in the front porch. She's like, "You think you think some cheap flowers are gonna fix things?" So 
<laughs> so it, didn't, it didn't always work. But for, uh, for all the all the gentlemen out there, you'd be surprised how defusing uh, a thing of flowers. And oh, and uh, another piece of advice is Home Depot sells some of the best flowers. They always have them in stock, and you can grab when you're over there picking it up. You know your your socket set. You know you're like, oh hey, I need something else in here. Oh, flowers, perfect. You grab some of those. Now, Trader, uh, Joe's. Trader Joe's has good flowers. Oh, I bet so. I've done Trader Joe's. Never thought to go to Home Depot for my flowers. They're good. Trader Joe's for flowers? Trader yeah, Joe's Trader Joe's flowers. has a great flower selection. Oh, you're talking like not a... for the garden. You're talking for ladies. Yeah, yeah like a bouquet. Home Depot, you can get them like a real flower in a pot. You can be like, this is more, this is going to last forever. Just like us. Just like our love. <laughs> now the the other one is you guys may have a hard time believing this too, but uh, Yucca Valley does have a movie theater, or should I say I should say it did have a movie theater. Uh, but there was this girl I remember I was talking to in high school, and I think I think the movie might have been I think it was like a scary movie. I don't know, Exorcism of Emily Rose or something like that. But I was just like talking to her, and she was like, uh, uh, she was she was saying, oh hey, there's this uh, you know. Uh, we were talking about this movie. She's like, oh, yeah, I totally want to go see that movie in theaters, this, that, and the other. And then and then I was like, oh, yeah, that looks like a good movie. And and then uh, that weekend, I go and see the movie by myself. And then uh, when I come back on Monday, she's like, oh, how was your weekend? I was like, oh, I went and I saw that movie. She's like, oh, you did? I was like, yeah, it was great. You should go see it. <laughs> And then, and then that was it. And lo and behold, after the fact, I realized what she was implying was I should take her to go see the movie. Uh, I totally missed that part. I just said, oh, I should see the movie and have something to talk to her about. <laughs> totally worked out. Something in common. Let me go see it and talk to her yep. later. Do the research. Yeah. yeah, it worked out great. Angel, did you? Bre- when did you meet Brittany? Uh, it was um, 20, 2011. So a few years after high school. No, high school was 06. Yeah, yeah. So remember, right. Angel's like 50 years old. Shut up, dude. No, I'm not. I'm fucking <laughs> the youngest one. I graduated in 06. I'm still cool. Class of 06. High school? Uh, yeah. No, sixth okay. grade. Sixth grade. Sixth grade, yeah. Well, I just can't okay. believe y'all are just Casanovas. You just always are super suave and you never make a fool of yourself. It's good to know oh. that you guys. Now I feel super intimidated. Okay, yeah. cool. You should. You should. <laughs> Would love to like get a poll, get a poll of Ryan's exes to see like. How- <laughs> <laughs> what's the Ryan? What's the most romantic gesture you've done outside of your current? We're not talking about ro- romantic gestures, Stephen. We're talking about tomfoolery. If you'd like to bring that up on another podcast, you may, Tom which you may not expand. Yeah. What, well, mine was a failed romantic gesture. I'm asking if you had a failed romantic gesture. No. Not that I could think of. <laughs> well, I remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Dug it out. I dug it out. It was more of me just being a dick. Yeah, <laughs> because that's fine. When, 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 I, when I had my New York trip, when I had my New York trip with my, uh, my rooftop of sin, because that was... <laughs> That was the girlfriend I'd break up with every two days. And, of course, I was going on a trip. So how dare I be in a relationship? How dare I go have fun? So I got broken up with. And, and of course, I went and did my thing on the roof. Then you got back but with I her still, as soon as you got back? I was still thoughtful enough to get her a souvenir. 
Oh, wow. And I don't know why I decided AIDS? to go. With... <laughs> 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 it's like the M&M store at New York, and I got this like heart-shaped M&M. And she's like, why the fuck did you get me this? I was like, oh. <laughs> It was really just to get you something. It meant nothing. <laughs> well, that was just me being a dick. You know, speaking of uh, speaking of Valentine's Day candies, I remember uh, same thing. If you instead of buying just a regular set of flowers, but if you go to the florist and it's like, I need a nice flower bouquet, whatever they produce is going to be drastically better than than the girl you're trying to woo or any of her coworkers. And you want to give it to her, hopefully at work, so she can parade it around. Everyone can see how great she is. But uh, this one time, I was like, okay, I got the flowers dialed. And then I uh, I was looking for the perfect like heart-shaped box. And I wrote like a, a nice letter in there. And I said, I'm going to put it in there. It's going to be this romantic gesture. It's going to be fantastic. But I couldn't find the perfect heart-shaped letter until I was at Walmart and a uh, heart-shaped box. And I find this one, but it's a chocolate turtle box. So it had 12 chocolate turtles in it. And I had to eat all 12 chocolate turtles to make room for the stuff I was going to put on the inside of there, which was another candy in a or romantic letter. Throw them away. I mean, I mean, I could have done that. <laughs> just could put them in a Ziploc baggie. But it's not delicious. These... Chocolate turtles are great. It's got so, so much stuff I've going on. I've never had a chocolate turtle. Missing out. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I thought that like was the office. Caramel, peanuts, nougat. It's like Harry Potter. What? Yeah, it's all together. The chocolate newts. Um, yeah, That's angels obviously just fucking pure boss doesn't ever do anything wrong. Probably not. <laughs> well, never know. Anyways, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, that's uh, there, there, there's more <laughs> stories to come because I do a lot more stupid shit. <laughs> so. We'll circle back to that at a later date, and uh, yeah. Listeners, uh, write in. Uh, let me know uh, your your most cringiest love moments. Next time, I'll talk about my online dating phase. Yes, Kevin. Yes, <sighs> Kevin. Let us know. Stephen, I'll Kevin. I'll give you a story. I'll give you a story. I'll give you a story. <laughs> I built. <clears throat> you said cringe, right? Cringe. It's for one. Uh, it wasn't for my ex. I built her a one-year little statue. Like an award out of wood. It <laughs> <laughs> said one year anniversary. <laughs> She's gonna love this. And I gave it to her when she returned from Europe. So so thoughtful. <laughs> hey, oh, look that's, at that. That's, that was fucking. Did she like it? No. <laughs> she didn't like it at all. One coupon for free massage. <laughs> so yeah, that's my story. There was uh, a like right, right at the tail end of college. I moved in with Steven and three other guys from uh, Cal Poly Pomona. We were living in this place in Phillips Ranch. And I remember there was this cute girl moved in across the street. So I went over there and like dropped off a bottle of wine. Hey, Chris, live, in a, live across the street. Maybe I'll see you in the future. We go right. We go like uh, Steve and I go to Vegas for the weekend or something and come back. And uh, I started talking to her, and I was like, hey, do you want to go like play pool or something? She's like, yeah, let's do it. She's like, hold on, I just got to get my fake ID. And I was like, what do you need a fake ID for? <laughs> oh. And then it hit me, Ryan, what is what is the most common reason to need a fake ID? You're not old enough. Yes. So I was like, oh, you're not, like, I was I was like, uh, you're, you're not 21 yet? She's like, no. And I was like, okay, so, I mean, but so you're only like a year away. And she was like, no, I think she either just turned 18 or just turned 19. And I was like, oh, 
Dancing, dancing with fire. <laughs> that stopped you, though, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Stopped me dead in my tracks. Stopped me. Now, it didn't stop Steven from plowing her uh, roommate, though. So. <laughs> not, <I'm good. laughs> that might be a future episode for Steven. <laughs> I know not of what you speak. <laughs> yeah, you know, Steven, this, this segment of these of these girls, the, these, these girl stories that you have in the past, I'm assuming you're going to do like one girl per episode. So that makes me think you probably only have like one more episode in the can then. Right. <laughs> right. Is that true? That's what I, that's what I thought. So <laughs> I thought, listen, I've only had sex with my Is that wife. like a million? My wife. <laughs> <Only had sex. laughs> there was a whole online dating phase I went through and that, that ticked up the tally pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> was but, it was it plenty got, of fish? Got quite a few or... Yeah, no, it was okay. Cupid at the time, there was. Well, no, it's just plenty horse. of fish. Part two is all the same <laughs> people. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was not working out. Let's go on this one. The, the plenty of fish was like kind of gross, like the way the interface and stuff. Okay, Cupid is cleaner, and then that was like my most success was okay, Cupid. But then a little bit on Tinder, like I hit the beginning of Tinder phase, and then. That's when I stopped online dating because there is quality. some scary looking people on uh, on plentyoffish dot com. Because right they're catfishing no, you back in the day. Uh, like, no, like scary. Like uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it like this. I don't like... want to get canceled. But I, I'm really curious to see if uh, if Steven has seen like the same picture that I saw. There's one that's just like ingrained in my memory. I <laughs> uh, God. See, I'm I would always text get catfish. You, Steven, you tell me if, you, yeah, if you've me. seen this. I was always getting catfish though, because the girls would have like their like do the big eye, big boob picture, but it was always at the angle that like you couldn't really tell if they're fat. <laughs> then you'd go out on a date with them, and you're like, oh yeah, they're fat. <laughs> uh, would yeah, stop I me. Of, uh, <laughs> I had, I had two dates that I would set up on Plenty of Fish almost exclusively. <laughs> One of oh, them yeah? was fine. Find a girl with a Disneyland pass because then it was it was free. And then if it, if it sucked, that was at Disneyland. And the other was uh, just get frozen yogurt. It's yeah, cheap. that's a good like first one though. Like my go-to was like if I would ask them what kind of food they like, right? And like all girls back, oh, I love sushi. I love sushi. I'm like, oh yeah, let me take you out for sushi. Two things: a I pay for it. So they're like, oh, this guy can afford sushi. Like back in your early 20s, that's kind of like a good thing. A dude can take you out for sushi drinks, pay for the whole thing, no sweat. And it's kind of nice. Dude, it was like the success rate of the sushi date. Baller. 100%, 100% success rate. <clears throat> that's an expensive one though. But you would think that it would get you the one night stand. You would think it would instantly get, but no. What it would do, <laughs> what would happen is like, listen, I actually think I like you, so I don't want to just fuck you tonight. Oh, she didn't give you the cr- she didn't give you the crunchy roll after. Like you're not going to talk to me again. That's like I, I got that speech twice. I was like, but no, no, <laughs> I will. I'll talk to you again. <laughs> yeah. So the sushi dates are great. Like if you want to, like, well, I don't think at our age a sushi date would be like anything to anybody. But back then it was a winner. I feel like I, I definitely think good. I, I I definitely think the first encounter it, it worked so much better when it was something kind of short and small if needed like like sushi dinner not super long but if you do like oh I'm gonna do the long fancy dinner and then we're gonna go see a movie and then we're gonna go go to the bar afterwards like oh that was a bad idea for the first one you wanted to do something that you could more or less bail on if you wanted to 
So the, the, the one that I would go for is like, uh, go, go get coffee, go get ice cream or kind of like what Steve was saying, like sushi or something like a, a little treat. Oh, Hey, let's go get some, let's go get some random thing here and there. It's a little more casual, like just it, drinks and an app, like, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Something very public. Have you guys seen that dialogue. story online? What? Yeah. That story, the story online, the UPS no, story. Dude, it's the, um, the thing there was a poll and all women, like the majority of women who are taking a cheesecake factory hate it. Hmm. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, he's taking well, most people going factory. to the cheesecake factory. Hate it. Oh, I love it, dude. That's delicious. It's just menu's a little menu's too long, like it's too busy, too busy for a first date. It's like overwhelming. Yeah. Like I would say, like most Steven, sushi places took, uh, are like, pretty chill, like laid back. Did you send it? Yeah. Let me let me let me know if you. Picture. I don't. I didn't send you the picture. I sent you a description, and if you saw it, it's very. <laughs> no, no. Did you see that person? No. Okay. <laughs> She'd always message me too. Uh, it was, oh. What's her name? It's funny. You know, after I was I was working on this project in Buena Park, and anytime when we had to mail out submittals, I would need to go to the local UPS and mail them to the architect myself. So, like, like once or twice a week, I'd go do this drop off. And remember, there's a real cute chick working at UPS about that time. So. I, one time I just gave her the package and then I was like, took two steps away and I came back and I said, can I get your number? We can go out. <laughs> and she big smile. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. And I was like, perfect. I was like, all right, we're going to go to, uh, Rocco's, uh, brew, you know, the Rocco's bar in downtown Fullerton. I was going to get some drinks, see how it goes. So I was talking to her and I found out that she's, uh, she was a flag twirler. What is the, what is that color guard? High school? Uh, Just the color guard. Yeah, there you go. So she did color guard. Now, I remember something specific that Steven taught me to do. He said, Chris, you got to tease them a little bit. That's the words that Steven used was you got to you got to tease them. So so, you know, and and when I was learning how to do it, I was like, OK, great. I was like, oh, hey, you look like fat in those pants. Like, you know, like, no, no, no. You went, you, you, went, you went a little too far with that one. You did tease, light tease to kind of get it, get it going. So I remember when she said the, that she was in color guard. And I was I was like, oh, that's lame. And she got so unbelievably offended that the entire date hangout thing literally ended about seven minutes later. She just like drank her beard. She's like, all right, it's out. And never talked to her again after that. <laughs> what was your goal with that move? <laughs> it was, uh, it was to create, it was, I don't know. I was going to be, well, I was envisioning, I was going to be like, oh, that's lame. And she was going to be like, oh, what cool thing did you do in high school? And then that gave me an opportunity to be even more lame because I played baseball. But do you know what? position i played i played right field which i didn't know for the longest time right field is where you put all the sucky players <laughs> and so if she played any kind of sport she could have picked up on that she's like wow you suck at baseball and then haha we both suck that was that was the extra long thought that i had in my mind that was no mean guy <laughs> you know like, you know, like, like teasing them because same. they uh like, teasing them because they mispronounced a word a little bit ribbing them a little bit or you know, if they make, if they like kind of like trip over something, you're like, you know, just teasing them a little bit here and there. They like that. And Chris is just like, your family sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just really lean into it. Why would anyone <laughs> want to go, go out with you? <laughs> uh, the funny part was yep. color, uh, color. That was another popular color guard one. In my high school, color guard was like, it was the fucking nerdiest, fattest, dorkiest people. 
that was not popular. I don't know about other schools if it was like popular in some schools, but in ours, Color Guard was like, dude, do not, you don't want anything to do with that. Stay, yeah. stay away. And I remember watching him practice out in the parking lot. <laughs> they would always be dropping things because they, they sucked at it. So they'd be like twirling it up in the air. <laughs> and like, it was more fun to watch them pick it up. <laughs> over and over you can't look cool picking up a fake gun what a dick <laughs> that's so good <laughs> see see angel hear that they're lame that's what that and also i need it i i said that works i didn't really know what i was like first i had to remember what color guard was and then i was like okay there was none in yucca valley so i need to envision what they're doing they're walking they're on the rose parade i don't know so i need some time to like think of something so i was like i said lame and i figured she would get all flustered yeah. and that would give me a that's minute to think say, of something much better say oh. something along the lines of oh i didn't know they let hot girls do color guard Oh, that would have been. So cool. <laughs> I'll give you her number, Stephen. Try, try it again. Try. It. <laughs> you could pick up where I left off. You know, at. everybody's always like, "Oh, that will never work. That will never work." I'm like, and then it's always like, "Step one: be attractive." <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> like so many tips on how to talk to women, like, are predicated on that you're an attractive person, <laughs> because you cannot. Like, ever watched the YouTube videos of, like, like a, a good-looking guy, like, on college campuses? Like, just picking up women with, the, like, the worst pickup lines or, like, the worst, like, things you could do to a woman. Mm-hmm. And it always works out because he's a good-looking dude. Like... Every time. Yeah, that, that matters. So, but... Oh, Chris, yeah. that would love... Or, or it's, like, it's, like, in the... Or like in the workplace, right? Like if if like the super hot guy comes by and he like makes kind of a joke about it, you're like ah ha ha. But then if it's like the super nerdy, creepy guy, you're like whoa whoa. I need to talk to HR about this. Exactly. It just continues. So I think yeah, dating horror stories would be a really fun podcast topic. I don't know if we have we done that. No. Nope. Not. Nope. It's been a sacred place on the board. It's fun because me and Chris, <laughs> me and Chris yeah. lived together nice during the single days. So like I was like front row seat to chris's dating before his wife and chris was like front row to my dating before i figured it out that's right i i, I got to get up against the glass and see the creatures that Stephen would bring home <laughs> wow. those ones were those ones were those ones were shoot away before well we almost made it to a full year of podcasting before getting canceled here we go <laughs> i would shoot horse girl horse girl would get shoot out pretty fast and i didn't want nobody to see her <laughs> Horse girl. Who the fuck is horse girl? All my girlfriends, all my girls had nicknames. Not made by me. Yeah. Protect protect their identity. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, see, see, Steven would need to, you know, his door was next to mine. So he'd be like, hey, uh, Chris, I have this, I have this horse girl and uh, she's going to go ahead and leave now. So I need you to close the door. And I need you to stay in here until she's gone. I can't. I can't. What? I can't live with the fact that you saw what she looks like. I just cannot. <laughs> yes. Yes. Those were the dark days of my oh, dating life, and uh, it made me realize I should focus on myself before before dating anymore. So it was good. Figured it out though. I remember that was the first time I saw you shave your head too. I just thought it was like a cyclical, like. Yeah. Uh, uh, midlife crisis, it's, and it's, I see you're coming back into it. So, horse girl might be coming back. Hey, right. hey, there you go. It's just it's just symbolic of change. Whenever you want something, it's like a string around your finger, so to speak. the The daily reminder that you have a goal in mind. So, whenever somebody sees me with a shaved head, they're like, "Oh, what the fuck? Did you break up with somebody?" Like, I'm like, "No, no, no. I got a new new something. It's gonna get better." Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, that's. 
we'll round out that topic there. I guess we could probably talk for ages about our stupid stories, but I know people like it when we're round tabling. Stupid yeah. story. So yeah, that's all I got today. All boys. right. Thank you, Stephen, for your, uh, love based, uh, cringe. <laughs> Hope you liked it, Kevin. Is it... <laughs> Kevin's going to like that one. Angel, are you frozen on purpose? So you can play <laughs> Minecraft while we're, Doing our story. He's not frozen. I see. I'm him not moving. frozen. I think it's just yours because sometimes you have a delay. Well, everybody else is moving just fine. Like right there was like a 10 second delay. Should I restart? Can I restart? Or does it fuck up the recording? It does, but I can put it together. Oh, that's 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 what I did. I already I already hopped out and hopped back in because it was starting to lag up. All right, I'll do that then too. I'm just gonna press refresh. Steve Stevens fucking gay. Oh, he left already. Shh, that guy. <laughs> <sighs> did you guys notice that his PlayStation has a big old red X on yeah. it on his bed. He's trolling back there, that piece of shit. Oh, yeah. uh, hey, there yeah. he is. Hey, 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 Steven, is that a new is that a new white garbage can uh, behind you there? See, there's like a big red X on it. It looks like looks like some duct tape. And he's frozen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good podcasting. Perfect timing. You are fucking straight up frozen. Get this little winky eye going on. That was, <laughs> was the most adorable it's like one. Like a little lizard with a fat tail. Oh, it smells like trash. <laughs> you're spin- definitely frozen. Oh, you're better. Still now. frozen? Spinner, the spinner picker. I see you moving. You're moving. The spinner picker has ads now. It's been it's having had ads. It's always had ads. I'm not paying for it. Who do you, who do you think pays for the show? Bro. I mean, we certainly don't get paid. Who doesn't use Mozilla? Firefox with an ad blocker. What's wrong with you? Are you are you back in 2010? Uh, no, actually, Sick Chrome burn. Uh, right. That's just because he doesn't know. I thought you were like techie. I thought you like new things. Uh, Chrome blocked uh, ad block from being like an effective extension. So if you really want ad blocking, go back to Firefox. Hey, Stephen, is that a white trash can behind you? With that, looks like it's got a little bit of red tape on it. Yeah, it also has a knife in it. It's Looks too- like you could put a lot of trash in there. Yeah, it's, it's trash. It's a useless paperweight. It's not my fault to- you don't have time to play video games. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't see the, you don't see the knife that I stabbed into it? Oh, I thought it was like a guitar, I thought it was like a guitar on the other yeah, side. Yeah, I see it now. And do you see the <laughs> controller hung hung by its See, if you didn't spend all this time making nope. this elaborate set, you could have played a, an hour of Baldur's Gate. True. <laughs> An hour is Baldur Gate. That's probably like one fucking dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> I only I only actually play that game if like I do I have two hours. If the answer is no, do not start. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Act One is easily a hundred hours. I already started Act Three. Oh, so you, you must be six hundred hours. Do in. you have like one of those fucking Harry Potter like time turners or something? How the fuck do you have like two kids, a job, a wife, and a fucking? Just look at all the gray hair he has. I don't, I don't do. Yeah, stress. He doesn't sleep. He doesn't do anything else. Just meth. I sleep. I don't do meth. More of a cocaine guy. It's Adderall. that'd be cool though. That'd be cool. It's that'd be Adderall, a cool guy. Actually, no, I don't. I don't do that either. Everybody's like, yeah, yeah. I don't do any drugs, but I do Adderall. I'm like, yeah, it's <laughs> drug. Not a, <laughs> not a piece of shit like you. All right, just because it's made by Pfizer. Spinner yeah. picker. Spinner picker. Say it like thirty yeah, times. Spin your fast. fucking See wheel. You. There. God, I'm waiting for um this guy. Hey Ryan, can you say spinner picker? Ten times no. fast. No, it's a Nazi Ryan. There you go, Ryan. We got another. Steven I Ryan got a bone episode. to pick with Ryan. Oh, <laughs> got a bone? 
Gino. It's my turn. Multiple, Christopher. A few episodes back. So I pride Ryan on? on his extensive wrestling knowledge. Mm-hmm. There is, uh, I would say, Ryan, if you needed to, if you were in a pinch and needed to name thirty-five wrestlers in five minutes, do you think you oh, could accomplish I could 100% that? Hundred percent accomplish that. I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe okay. It. What about what? What? What about? Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you. 20 seconds on the clock and why don't you just run down and just as many as you could think and, of and we'll, we'll seconds, see how many you can crank 20 out all right seconds? 20 do, do you want more than no, 20 no, no, seconds uh, i could give you a full i'm not <laughs> hands are up hands are up hands are up close your eyes okay okay close your eyes okay so so as soon as you as soon as you say your first one i'll i'll go ahead and uh, hit start and then i'll just count them in the background for you all right, all right. ready so whenever you're ready right. yeah sean michaels stone cold steve austin Yaku, uh, oh shit, uh, Andre oh. the Giant, um, Tombstone Undertaker, Kane, Mankind, Dude Love, Cactus Jack, uh, Ric Flair, uh, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake, um, oh shit. Time. The Rock. I, mean, I, I think I got either 13 or 14 on there. That's pretty solid. Roman Reigns. Pretty solid, pretty solid. I got three out of McFoley. Roman Reigns. Sting. I could name yeah. a bunch just because I've watched Royal Rumble the last five years in a row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. What was it? Gold, Gold Dust? Gold That's Dust. the one I remember Ooh, the most. I Johnny Knoxville? Gold Dust, Gold Dust is does so Logan, funny. Does Logan Paul count as a wrestler now? Yeah, he's like a legit wrestler now. He's like a weekly wrestler, as far as I know. He's pretty like acrobatic. Yes. Drink Prime. So, so Ryan has this deep, deep knowledge, and he he watches the Rumble every year, and he's excited about it. And when the you know at the Rumble you have these random wrestlers come out, and you're like you're not sh- quite sure who they are. He's like, oh, I know who that yeah. one is. Like he said, Gold Dust. No, I or don't. Those, or the, I, I don't know that. Or or those or those like those like rainbow guys that come out and throw pancakes or something. Oh, truth. Like the truth. Uh, True. Okay, that. See that right there? That that's that's what I see. I'm like, who's that guy throwing pancake? Like, that's the truth. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so if you go a few episodes back, um, I think there was a little bit of wrestling talk coming up, and I said, yeah, like Captain Insano. Uh huh. And you know, Captain Insano, Angel. You know who Captain Insano is? No idea. You don't know who Captain Steven? Do you know who Captain Insano is? Nope. Okay. So Captain Insano. Was <laughs> were you hoping for the opposite? I know. Actually, here, 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 Ryan. Why don't you go ahead and tell me who Captain Insano Captain is? Captain Insano is the professional wrestler that uh, Adam Sandler worships in The Water Boy. That's right. That is all accurate, right Where, there. It's, um, so I felt. It's, um, what's his name? It's the big guy. The oh, giant. that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. Yep. No, the, big show. the big show. Captain Uh Oh, where is it? DDT. Paul White, Diamond Dallas. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah. So Paul Paul White is his actual. Oh yeah, it is the Big Show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There you go. So yeah. So on the podcast, if the listeners listen back to one of these episodes, I said, uh, "Oh, like Captain Insano," and Ryan stops what he's saying, looks me dead in the camera, and says, "Chris, Captain Insano's not real." <laughs> and I go, and I and I was so hurt by that. Because one, 
He's saying that he's saying that a fictional wrestler is not real, but he's implying that real wrestling is real. And we all know that is not the case. They are really doing what they are doing, but it is by no means real wrestling. So the fact that he called uh, Captain Insano, who was a real person, a real wrestler in the real WWF. Uh, he said, oh, that guy's not a real guy. And I was very offended. And I think that was historically inaccurate on that. One. I, I stand by that. It's real to me, damn it. <laughs> Captain Insano takes no mercy. <laughs> Can't believe you guys didn't know who Captain Insano is. I don't care. Bunch of rookies over here. I am so horrible at like recalling uh, pop culture knowledge. Like people can pull a lyric, pull a like a movie, a uh, music lyric, or like a movie line instantly. And I'm like, how do you remember that? Do you watch it 300 times, studying it? Like, well, how do you do it? Are you playing Mafia Wars? Naturally. No. Mafia City? He totally is. <laughs> Put it away. That's right, Steven. At least, you, at least you can remember them. <laughs> at, least, uh, at least you can remember the, the important things like the fictitious uh, names that you had for all the ladies that you met in your younger era. <laughs> Those ones can come right like Boat Girl, Horse Girl. That comes right back to you. But heaven forbid you remember Captain Insano, the professional wrestler. I could tell you like every offensive player for every football team for like, the last 12 years. Whose goddamn topic is it? It's my topic with Chris hijacking. Well, shit. Yeah. Chris, I didn't Chris ask keeps, hij- he keeps hijacking the evening. Bones. <laughs> uh, I apologize, Chris. Must have been eating you alive for. Well, years. anyway, it's very convenient because tonight. I wanted Ryan to know what his feet, what it feels like for someone to interrupt him and say that his part's not real. <laughs> well, this topic is dedicated to you, Christopher, because I know Thank you're you. a lover of NASA. So tell me. What are your thoughts about the moon landing, Christopher? Ooh, the moon landing. 100% real, not fictitious, not staged. And uh, I think it's really hard to recreate the gravity on the moon, but it was accurate to the uh, density and gravity that would be there. So you you believe we landed on the moon? Yes. I also think we beat the Russians there. Buzz Aldrin? Us flexing. Buzz Aldrin walked on on the moon, you say? He's a trustworthy fellow. I would believe it. All right. Well, you know what, Cowboys? I'm going to present you with five pieces of evidence. And Ryan, you didn't end, ask me. We'll decide whether or the moon landing was real. <laughs> this is just very rude. Angel? What? Angel? What? Angel? What? Do you believe we landed on the moon? No, I don't care. Well, uh, rhetorical question, Ryan. Do you be- So before landing on the moon, we launched the, I think, the Apollo 7 mission where we circled the moon. Do you believe we circled the moon before the separate mission that landed on we'll the moon? We'll talk about that later, Christopher. Do that jump ahead. You know what? I'm I'm not I'm not convinced that the moon landing actually happened because yeah, I don't think it really happened. It's just I mean, we haven't been back. There's like shadow problems. All right. Well, before you start talking about why you don't believe, let's uh go on to topic number 1. Not that anybody asked me, but I also <laughs> Oh, 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 Steven. Yes, yes Steven. <laughs> what do you believe we landed on the moon? I believe chance that we did not land on the moon and it was all faked. Okay. Wow. I'm a strong believer in this conspiracy. All right. Top one. Top conspiracy I believe in. Let's visit it at the end. I am posting in our Discord the first picture of our evidence. Whoa, we're using the Discord. To share with the listeners later. 
Christopher, tell me about this flag here. The it looks like it is a uh, United States red, white, and blue flag, mm-hmm. and it is on a post that has been driven into the lunar landscape, mm-hmm. and it is waving in the wind in a very glorious fashion. The wind, w- waving in the wind, you say, Christopher? That is correct. It is doing a wave action in your picture. Yes, it is. Angel, what? you see this wave action that Christopher's talking about? I see the flag. Like, it looks like it's being blown. Right. It also looks like it has a pole on the top, like, you, holding the top up. You know it doesn't oh, exist funny. on the moon, Angel? What? An atmosphere. That means there's no wind. Tell me, Christopher, how could that flag be blowing in the wind? Well, you see the astronaut that is standing right next to it. As you can tell, his spacesuit looks a little, like, bulging. And that is because he has recently farted in his <laughs> spacesuit. And he was ejecting that to uh, free up him, free up the inside of his suit. That checks out. All right. Ev- evidence point number one says the moon landing was fake. And Chris responded with a silly rhetorical or a silly answer. Thank you, Chris, for proving. <laughs> Question. If, so here's, here's like, if I'm going to look at this. So there's a pole. There's some sort of support up at the top of this flag. So it holds it out, like, so it's stretched out. But it's still mm-hmm. billowing in what Ryan says is wind. Would it be, like, billowing in a way just because when he put it in, like, would it have, like, some sort of, like, movement to it and it wouldn't have just fallen flat and dead? Yeah, because there's no gravity. It would just well, there's be, gravity, but it's, it like, just a float. fraction of what our gravity is. That's true. It would just kind of... It would just float. Yeah. All right. Um, Piece of evidence number two. Now, now, Stephen, I'm going to start with you on this one before sending the picture. If you were standing at the moon and you're looking into the horizon, what would you see? The earth. You would see the earth. What else do you think you would see? The sun. Okay. You'd see the earth. You'd see the sun. What else do you think you'd see? Stars. Stars. Stars, you say? Stars. Oh, Angel, shit. Would, would you agree? I believe he would see stars. Yes, yes, yes. I just posted a second picture. You can compare it with the first picture. We're going to have two pictures with the horizon in the background. And Chris, what do you see in the background? I see the same flag that is outright like we were talking about. And we see a spaceship. And then it looks like just the edge of the moon planet and a big black atmosphere above big it. Big black atmosphere. Not a single star in the sky, you'd say, Christopher? Yeah. I can't tell. It's not It's not obvious. I feel like I might see a little dot here not and there. But they're not obvious ones. You've been, you've been camping, Christopher, out in the Joshua Tree, right? I have. Yeah, you you walk out at night, you look up in the sky, what do you see? Lots of stars. Lots of fucking stars. So you got zero light pollution, pure darkness, and it's an ocean of stars. You see yourself in the Milky Way. It's a life-changing experience. And that, so, but somehow on the moon, you see zero stars. I read that this was like the most easily debunked point because – Something to do with cameras and like the, the the lighting that they had to light this whole place up. The something about the the lens wouldn't pick up the stars because it would be it would be overwhelmed. Like the the lens would be overwhelmed by the light that's in front of this picture. Something like that. I don't know. I still believe this whole shit by fakeness, but okay, okay, interesting, interesting. Continue, but the star thing I think might be like the weaker of the arguments. There's so many good arguments about why this mm. seems so phony. 
Interesting. Okay. Thank you, Stephen. I'll take that into consideration for later in the podcast. Now, Ryan, I would like to go, but since we're talking about uh, refuting things, I do have this picture here from the space station that has some 50 uh, flags in it. And all of those flags inside the space station that also doesn't have wind or gravity or anything like that. Um, And they were stretched out on the space station. I'm assuming that's the case because you probably... If you crumple up the flag, it'll stay crumpled up. But if you want to stretch it out so it can be seen, you can do that too. Are you sharing this picture with us? I just put it in the Discord for you. Awesome well, little. Size of an ant. Yeah, well, it's that, small. Doesn't, that doesn't hold much water when I can prove to you that all the space station videos are fake. But that's not the purpose of my topic today. <laughs> that's another podcast. I was just about to say the space station is real. That's funny. Mm, funny, funny, he he. All right, funny that we talked about plenty of fish. This week, uh, Stephen, um, what was, you know? What do you think was one of the number one pictures that you saw on Plenty of Fish, Stephen? Like one of the most common ones that a girl would post. A uh, picture of her, her boobs. No, no, no. Not sent to you privately, but posted on the Plenty of Fish to attract you. I mean, it would be like the picture, like from above looking down. You'd see their face and some cleavage. Mm-hmm. Did you ever not, get like? Not a, did, did you ever have a see the pictures where girls would point their camera at the mirror in the bathroom? Yes. Right. Right. Oh yeah, the, the mirror, mirror selfies. The mirror selfie. Right. Yeah. Let, let me show you this uh, this picture on the moon. Now it's not a selfie. However, the person taking the picture. Let me send it to you. How the hell do I get in the Discord here? Here we go. So in this picture, you see an astronaut, Christopher. Correct. Yes, I do. Yep. And you see inside the astronaut's helmet, Christopher? Yeah, it looks like a reflection. Like I think I see another astronaut in the reflection. But you know what you you know in those those girl selfie pictures, Stephen? What, what did you? What was the girl holding in those pictures? Like you saw the girl in the reflection. What was she holding? A phone. A phone. The camera. But in this picture, you can see Neil Armstrong reflected in Buzz's visor. But Neil Armstrong's not holding a camera. What's he holding? Nothing. There's no camera in the reflection. I can't see that close. Yeah. I can't see what he's holding. He could be holding like a white camera, right? He's not holding anything. If you zoom in closely, he's not holding a goddamn thing. Oh, so that's what the this pic like the big massive astronaut, like his arms really low. Kind of like hiding a selfie stick. Well, this was filmed back then. There was no selfie sticks or selfies were not a thing. So it would be well, the other astronaut and his reflection taking a picture of him. And this would be like a high resolution picture that you could zoom in on and see a reflection. Right. There was no selfie. They're probably only like 20 feet away from each other. Yeah, but you can't see. He's not holding a camera taking a picture of him. I can't really make out what he has. Hmm. Kind of looks like he is. He's not holding a camera. Tell you, tell you that much. Okay. Tell you that much. Okay. Okay. The last bit of evidence that I have for you is the uh, the proof in the in all the pudding and all the land is that I know who created the moon landing. And it was none other than Stanley Kubrick filmed the moon landing. I knew it. World world acclaimed director of the the shining two thousand one a space odyssey directed the moon landing and he left hints for us all throughout the movie the shining he told us what no mm-hmm, 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 that was mm-hmm. about a guy going crazy yes but there's hints all throughout the movie about him 
filming the moon landing. But that's a tale for another podcast. What? Sounds like a great tale for now. It's a tale for another podcast because I don't have all that evidence in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I would like to go back to Ryan's uh, reflection in the helmet uh, picture. Oh, would you? Oh, would you? Yeah, I would because uh, I sent the uncropped version, the full version of the uh, picture. Uh-huh. And if you were to open that, you realize that in Ryan's picture, he's used, it was so cropped and zoomed in that you couldn't see the person's hands. So you're like, oh, hey. He's trying to take a selfie with his hands, but you can't see anything in his no, hands, no, no, so no, no. It, was no. a, it was a cheat. I'm not talking about selfies. You see that person in the in the helmet reflection? That's the person that's supposedly taking the picture, but there's no camera in his hand, Christopher. Yeah, no- so so take so take a look at the picture I sent you. It's a I'm little bit further uh-huh. it's a little bit further back. And then I am going to send you the next picture showing the camera that was attached to the astronaut's chest so it wouldn't fly away in the starry night. Oh, you son of a bitch. That was a spoiler. Oh, <laughs> did, I just, did I just break down your uh, theory? There you go. Camera attached to the guy. Doesn't need to be in his hands. Oh, there's an astronaut. Boom. <laughs> Same Christopher thing. Is, Chris, yeah, Christopher cracked the code. Christopher is too smart. Because they couldn't walk around the moon if they're holding the camera in their hands. It's too bulky. So they, they attached it to the suits for safety purposes. You're a true, you're a true sleuth, Christopher. Um, imagine <laughs> tripping and letting go of that camera and the camera just floats away into La La Land. And then you're like, well, now how are we supposed to prove that the moon landing existed? Because spoiler, I, I believe the moon landing was real. And I came to refute all of these points of evidence that I yeah that baby I brought, brought you away I knew you were a wise man was no regular flag at all it was a flag designed to be stiff and look like it was blowing in the wind so it looked more majestic that's right because once they set it up on the moon it stayed there in that way the lack of stars Steven spoiled it earlier because of the contrast that it wasn't the proper lens to capture the stars if you're out in the Joshua Tree, Christopher, and you take your phone, you point it at the sky, you probably won't see any stars because it's not that kind of lens. I would also point out that uh, in in the photograph where we're saying that there is no star, there is very one specific thing that you notice, and that's sunlight. That moon has sunlight on it. You can see it on the rest of the lunar landscape. So if the sun is out, how many stars do you see from Earth? So I would say the same concept there that you would need to be like on a darker side of the moon to pick up pick up what the sun is not blotting out. Yes, yes, yes. My favorite so one is the my favorite one since Ryan, you've done such a great job at really presenting this case. Um, it's the best. Yeah, the best. Uh, my favorite one was like when they're taking off. Isn't there a video of them taking off and there's it's being filmed like inside the shuttle? No, outside. Like. As if they planted a camera on the moon as they took off. Oh, and they're leaving the moon. (laughs) And it like pans up. It's like, who's the cameraman? (laughs) (laughs) They left him. It's Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. There are interests. I do find it interesting that we just have never, never been back in ages. Makes no sense. Well, now we kind it, of have to relearn how to do it. It was so expensive the first go around, and and what, where was the profit? The profit was proving to the Russians that we were better, but there was no well, financial was, profit. 
there was a lot of motive to fake something like this. It was Cold War era, right? And mm-hmm. we're in a space race with Russia. We can't lose to them. You know, maybe it's just one of the best propaganda of all the best propaganda of all time. It was uh, a lot of it was for morale to get the country to pull together. Something we could use today. I get it. I mean, it, it was it was a means to an end. Like, is it really that evil if it united the country? Like, oh, we pretended to land on the moon. So everybody was like, yeah, fuck yeah, America. And we all got together. Like, yeah, but, a, but it kind of it falls apart like most conspiracies do when you just ask, like, what is the point of continuing to propagate the lie? Like, why? Yeah. What is the purpose? Why hide that the earth is flat? What difference does it make if it's a fucking uh, globe or if it's flat? Well, doesn't matter. A lot of math teachers will be pissed. Falls apart. Yeah. And I, I think that, like, as time goes on and the more bullshit that the government does and covers up, it just kind of breathes life into a lot of the older conspiracies because you know they're like well if they're willing to do this or this or that and we find out about it then the other stuff is probably true i mean back then you were living in an age where there was no social media there's no tiktok there's no youtube there's no like uh feasible way that people could get together and start debunking anything so they could have technically done a lot of dumb shit like could have convinced everybody that a lot of this shit was going on and maybe it wasn't all real so now so many years later we can look back on history and go did it did it really happen did they have the technology to go there was richard nixon really on the phone talking to them while they're all <laughs> like why can't we do it now like why my cell phone doesn't even work if i go into a canyon but do like they can talk to the guy on the moon <laughs> like fucking on a landline like i get it those are all silly points and they get people to believe for a reason whether they can be debunked or not it's just like logical silliness in this whole thing why haven't we been back like why don't they have the technology to go there why why does the technology that went there look so fucking silly Mm -hmm. and why is it like look like it's not something that could have made it all the way to the moon and then came all the way fucking back. So I'm, I'm looking at an article right now and it says we haven't been to the moon since 1972. And then it says, so this was published in September and it says it's possible NASA could get people on the moon again by 2025 at the very earliest. But if we've done it before and we had the technology in the seventies, why could we not do it in six months? True. Or why can't you just send like some sort of drone to the moon and then locate the spot where the flag is and then just live stream it? When was their the space race announced? When they're they're the... busy sending those to Mars and Venus. I mean, we have we have rovers on both of those. You know, we have a sun probe that can go <laughs> into the sun. What? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm I'm looking at this article and it says for people who don't believe the walk on the moon, there are. 8,400 publicly available photos, thousands of hours of video footage, a mountain of scientific data, and a full transcript and audio recording of all air-to-ground conversations. So you have all that to throw in there. And the last one is a finger in the, or a final nail in the coffin on the moon hoax theories is that a simple instrument installed 50 years ago by Apollo 11 during their day on the moon, Armstrong and Aldrin planted a lunar laser ranging reflector array on the surface, which is still in operation today. It allows us to reflect lasers off of it and measure the distance to the moon down to the centimeter. 
But Buzz himself has said it's fake. Buzz. Are you are you sure? Because I thought Buzz just got upset when people would say it was fake. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he punched somebody once or something. Yeah. <laughs> what if what if this? What if they did go to the moon? The filming technology and everything wasn't there. The communication, like that, they faked some of it. What if yeah, some of I think I think that's much more likely. Like, or they recreated the moonwalk in a Hollywood basement or something like that. Just because they're like, hey, we did it, but we can't really be up there like, filming. That's not really realistic. And the stuff in the cameras, they had a lot of weight and all this stuff. And, you know, it's not high quality. And why don't we just recreate it when we get back so we can depict it? But we'll just say it's what it was. I thought Michael Jackson did that. So we can really unite the country. I think that's more reasonable. Like, I think that scientists have enough technology that they could have debunked it. I think they can use a telescope to see where the site is and i'm pretty sure i've seen pictures of it proven too many people involved in the conspiracy to like whenever you have that many people involved in the conspiracy outside of just one organization nasa cia whoever it gets really sketchy because someone's gonna freaking say something or bring forth proof no i'm talking about the moonwalk oh (laughs) didn't he do it don't have time for your nonsense All right. Talking about real life, real life and death issues here, Angel. <laughs> real bullshit, guys. Fucking get serious. All right. I guess also they're like, what's the point of going back to the moon? I think they were like, there's no reason to go there. Yep. <laughs> like, there's That's nothing from, there. The Transformers are on there, Stephen, on the dark side of the moon. Well, they could send probes and whatever technology they want without humans. Like sending humans to something is just a catastrophic, like it's just a huge risk. I'm surprised that they even survived. Like it's just so shocking that they made it there and back. Whatever happened to that? Uh, weren't they going to send like a group of people to Mars? There was like a reality show. Yeah. What happened to that? They are waiting on nuclear fusion technology. They cannot get to any sort of inner solar system like with like out that technology because they just can't get a spaceship 20- to go fast enough. Early 2030s is what they're thinking. But like Japan, I forget which country has like had successful fusion testing recently, which was like a, just like a major yeah. step. Like, Game you know, breaker. when you played SimCity 2000 and you finally unlocked fusion power, like that's when your city went to like the Jetsons. <laughs> like Are they still going. hiring astronauts? Yeah. The fuck? I, I mean, you have to dude, be, a, you have to be like is, black and female. What do they trans. do? Yeah, that's like the lowest job opportunity in the. I mean, the, how, how many astronaut positions are there? I don't know. A hundred on the whole world. The world, dude. That's, I'm sure that's there's only like probably like twenty. I'm sure there's only like two dozen trained, yeah. Yeah. flight ready. No, I, I I just went on Wikipedia, and it lists all the astronauts hired every year. Every year, what yeah. are they doing? The, every one, year, two, three, four. We hired four astronauts. Oh, this is in Saudi Arabia. So Saudi Arabia hired four astronauts for what? In February. What do they do now? Australia hired one. Besides spinning around in that silly ass uh, <laughs> G simulator. Yeah, like they what do, do they go do? up to the space station. Yeah, but what the fuck is the point of the space station? But so many. Um, America hired one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in twenty twenty one. We hired ten. No, yeah, the, I don't the, know the, if all of them are. The space station's like, important because <laughs> you can. Why are they you, hired on as astronauts? Yeah. Don't you have to go through like a testing a prerequisite? Yeah, they said there's like seventy-seven thousand hopefuls, and they pick a handful. Yeah, that's weird. 
Anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> There's pictures of them. <laughs> Why are you fucking going like that over that? I mean, I'd, I'd assume they'd have oh, pictures. Do, do they look yeah. like Horse Girl? Let me send you a picture of this one. If this guy could be an astronaut, we all can be astronauts. I have a feeling he looks really smart. Where is it? Probably not other things. It does look like Dobbs. God, why are his ears like perfectly in the middle? What the fuck? Steven, Steven's going to like this one a lot. Steven, I want your raw reaction as soon as this one loads. My raw reaction? Mm-hmm. She must be the space fucking... <laughs> she's the space cadet. They bring her up to the space station. So can't even get fuck. it out. <laughs> I don't even know what it, I don't know what he was wanting out of me. I mean, she just looks like a, she looks like a nice lady, a nice lady that probably everybody fucks in the, <laughs> the back of the space. I don't know. I don't, she doesn't look. She looks like a stand-up citizen. She doesn't look like. What do you want me to say? Stand-up citizen. Look <laughs> it like looks like she stands <laughs> up for sure. <laughs> wrong she with has her. a great personality. Like a s- solid six out of ten on the attractiveness scale. Like I don't know. Okay. Not much. There's a the dichotomy happening though between the guy that's and all, the girl. That's all I gotta say about that. Don't put her in charge of flying the space shuttle. But, but I guess we'll go to the round table and see if you still believe in the, the moon landing. Christopher, you still believe it happened? Hell yeah, I still believe in the moon landing. A lot of the scientific ones like this, like the the round earth versus the flat earth, there's just there's just so much data out there that it's it's a lot to get through. I know we have some grainy pictures we'll talk about, but there's a, just other raw data that will bring it along yeah. for me. Angel, do you believe? Bleeding. No, come on. Oh, dude. you what still the think fuck? It's There's so many astronauts. Why? <laughs> what are they doing? That's like the character you pick on, like a the like the what? Deep, Baldur's deep Gate. Rock so, so that so I, I just I just put this uh, astronaut on there, and he's he's just like buff black dude. Um, he looks like he's all ready to go to you know get his NASA costume on. You're assuming he's um yeah or the suit's puffy I don't know. So my so one of my coworkers when he he my coworker went to L A high and he had an opportunity to do like a small like internship over the summer um, with Caltech and he roomed his, his he shared a room with this guy for like a week. And so it's funny because this guy in this picture, um, his uh, Robert, no, I don't know. I'm sure I can find his name somewhere, but uh, he's, yeah, he's getting ready to uh, uh, do, you know, he's getting ready to go into space for whatever reason. And it made my coworker go, he's like, wow, like, you know, want to know what that guy's doing with his life? He's, he's, he's going to space. What am I doing with my life? And he just, he just, he's, he says he feels like a very much underachiever after seeing that this guy had the same opportunity <laughs> and he figured out how to be an astronaut. I can't imagine anything more terrifying than sitting in a rocket ship being sent to fucking space. <laughs> yeah, Victor Glover is part of a four-member crew that will orbit the moon in NASA's Artemis II mission scheduled for November 2024. Angel? You still believe in the moon landing, or or have you been swayed? No swaying. I do not believe in the moon landing. You do not believe in the moon landing, and what is that was my original. what is your main key point of evidence on why you don't believe we landed on the moon? 
why do we have so many fucking astronauts? <laughs> I'm happy to have opened that rabbit hole for you, Angel. Okay. Great. <laughs> that sounds good. Hey, just just because we have a lot of Santa Clauses out there doesn't mean Santa Claus isn't real. All right. Steven, do you still believe the moon landing was fake? I've changed my opinion a little bit. Hold on. My music just started playing. You're playing Doom, aren't you? You're playing fucking Doom. No. It says there in fucking Discord. <laughs> uh, Stop playing what's with podcasts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have changed my opinion a little bit. I think that we have been to the moon. I think they faked a lot of footage. And I think they did like embellish a lot of things. So there the go. government would yeah, never do I, that. I think I land I land with Steven where it's a mixture of we have done it, but a lot of what we've seen is is tomfoolery. Straddling that fence. And I think it's pretty easy to quiet like a conspiracy now that I think about it, because they're like, Okay, listen, anybody who comes out about it, like, will fucking kill you. Right. Or something like that. Or if you just come out, then they're just like discredited immediately. The minute if somebody comes to say, hey, I, like even with all the alien stuff, they're like, hey, I worked for the, the CIA back in what, whatever year. And I worked at the place that we had crashed UFOs, whatever. And then it, people are like, yeah, that guy's full of shit. Instantly. That's what everybody thinks. No one gives them any credibility. They don't even have to do anything. Anybody who goes against the grain. Yep. Discredited. There you As go. they should. All right, let's go ahead and uh, we're running out of time. We got like almost two hours of this bad boy. So we're going to cut it there. Um, uh, let's do mail first thing next next week. No, I want to I want to answer mail. Oh, my God. He wants to hear from Kyle again. <laughs> Kyle did not write it. Did you hear that right? Oh, you just poop your pants? Did <laughs> you hear it? My fart was better earlier in the episode. Oh, shit. Did you fart? I didn't mm-hmm. hear it. It was when you're uh, you're failing. Oh, sorry. All right. This one uh, is from uh, Matt. Again? Oh, Matthew. Yeah, Matt. He says, Cowboys, I also have perfect teeth. Cavities are for the gays. <laughs> Steven is so mad he lost and making up every excuse for losing. You should ask him about the spooky time he went to a Snoop Dogg concert and almost <laughs> left Matt behind. Oh? <laughs> On another tell note. Us, tell us more. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, I write that down in my 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 notebook here that I have podcast of it. Very cool. On another note, love the content and understand why every cowboy records from the comfort of their own home. Have we thought about a live show in public? Maybe an escape room live show. Would love to see the personalities, anxieties, and frustrations come together in a live show. Love you, gay boys. P.S. Ryan is my favorite. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Followed by a tie of Chris and Angel. Hashtag shit on Steve. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just pure. That's because I told the Matt story. That's why he's just mad. Yeah, I never <laughs> lied to the, to the Coinopians when they when I pronounced myself the favorite cowboy. There you go. I will tell the story about Matt at Snoop Dogg concert. And you know what? I'm not going to hold back anything. I'm, now that I know he hates me, I'm going to let it all out. <laughs> <laughs> expose on Matt. Steven just got his next topic. <laughs> just just like I'm that. feverishly typing. Don't you hear it? Typing it up right now. Just can't stop. Some quiet keys. All right, gentlemen. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, let's go ahead and sign off, starting off with uh, Chris. Have a good night, Coinopians. I hope you learned something something fantastic on the show today that, uh, you know, you don't always believe, uh, don't always believe what people tell you. But there's one person you can always believe, and that's the Cowboys. Specifically me, a little bit of Coinop Ryan. 
the rest of my let's probably skip that but you know we're we're here to expose you to the truth so good night and good luck all right thank you steve uh yeah so see you later <laughs> thanks steve <laughs> ryan glad to see steven's always put in all all his best efforts I'll never do Coinopians <laughs> dirty like that. You get every inch of me, every every episode. I give you every inch, all of it. Wow, full two inches. All of it, every fucking inch. My favorite part is that you did a whole picture segment where nobody could see the pictures. <laughs> I instructed, I've instructed our host to upload the pictures so the listeners can. Oh great! While I'm driving my car, I'm gonna go fucking find this Coinopians. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> it's it's interesting that you say that, Stephen. Because I was about to say, we always say goodnight because the best time to listen to the Cowboys is when you're snuggled up in bed and you can pitch a tent with your boner as you listen to our <laughs> sultry voices. Right. Or I, I, drown in a flood as you wet the sheets. <laughs> yeah, baby. I see lava lamps and water beds in this scenario. And, and mirrors on the ceiling. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Ryan. Good night, all. Didn't you have an infograph in your last episode, Stephen? No. Yeah, in his story. That he did it right. <laughs> no, that episode is not. It's unspeakable in this household. You're not, you're not ever allowed to talk about that episode. You have no Scrap idea it. how how excited I was thirty seconds That's into the, your story. That was the that was the thirteenth floor of this hotel. Not ever. We just go right to fourteen. It doesn't exist. All right, and with that, we're out. Mm-hmm.